Triple M footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water. Triple M footy lives on listener. Replays, interviews, and the only place to catch every Triple M footy call. Oh, wow. Sunday. So often the day after the night before. A day to lay low, relax, keep out of harm's way. But not here. Oh. Rugby League's biggest names get busy right now. Make business happen with lending solutions to match your business needs. This is Triple M's Sunday Sinbin. Oh, good afternoon and welcome to Triple M Sunday Sinbin. We are live from McDonald Jones Stadium in Newcastle, the Steel City, ahead of the Knights taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Ben Dobbin with you, James Graham, James Hooper, Gordon Tallis. Dan Gaudet will be your caller for that one. A very good afternoon. Well, the sun is out, the crowd is pumping, and we are here in Newcastle. James Hooper, good afternoon. Hello. Good afternoon, mate. Ben. Some of your finest work there with that intro. And I tell you what, what a cracking day oh. up and down the <laughs> eastern seabird. Never seen it look better. Uh, McDonald Jones Stadium, the fans are flocking in from all over the place, Gordy. It's outstanding. Yeah, it's, you know, I was just talking to Gemma before. It's one of those places hello, Gordon. right now. No, Ben, it's okay. James introduced me. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Hello, uh, James Graham. How are you? I'm doing outstanding. How good is this to be here today? This is one of those games, I think, you know, it, we, we'll be talking about this game later in the piece. It, there's so much on the line here, and what an atmosphere. It's uh, hopefully going to serve up something special. Well, I don't get the competitive juices flowing that often, but walking in here today, you just know, and I walk, and we came through, and I walked through the old race, and you're just sitting there like, going well. If you don't want to play footy today, if there's a guy that goes out here and doesn't have a go today, he's got to retire. Yeah, I agree. Now, <laughs> no, I'm serious because there's no motivation in running out. You see the blue and red jerseys already here. South, they're well followed in this area from the great Matty John said that they were massive South fans before the Knights come in around the area. So you, it's jam-packed. They won't fit another person in here and there's not a cloud in the sky and it'll be about 20-something degrees. Yeah, well, It's we'll... the perfect day for rugby league. We will be covering everything this afternoon. We have a lot to get through as well. Um, I just want to give a shout out quickly as well because as I said I've got eyes and ears everywhere and and people have contacted me over the course of the week. A big shout out to my mate Wayno from Big Hit Teamwear. Now you guys don't know Big Tit. Big Big (laughs) Hit. (laughs) 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 Big Tit. It's Big Hit Teamwear. Thank you. I've got a message from you. Big Hit Teamwear's where you go. I don't know why I get myself into this mess. But listen, I just want to, over the course, Wayno rang me last week and he said, I have got a gift for the three idiots that you work with. And I said, well, I haven't called them that. And you tried to start with this kind of bullying from the start of this with the Eastern Seabird. So now I am presenting everybody with our very own Eastern Seabird hats. Everybody's going to get an Eastern Seabird hat. And thank you to Wayno uh, from Big Hit Teamwear. And he gets, yes, we've all got Eastern Seabird hats now. The Triple M Sunday Sinbin official Eastern Seabird hat. So from now on, you can thank everybody. We're doing that from now on. And they're our hats. And... Well, I can thank you. We'll be giving them away. There's a little merchandise. We're going to get a merchandise sales business going as well because people want that kind well, of see, stuff. Well, see, because that's and, probably you know, your catchphrase, right? 
And you're probably going to try to get a bit of a chink out of it. So unless <laughs> you want to pay me like a bit of ching, like a bit of like no, no, bling no. out. No, this was done out of the kindness of his heart. Yeah. So uh, wear it. Folding so, this, yeah. So, yeah. There's, there's an angle see, in this for you. See, mate, so why did you bring that up for one, right? So and What's two, the name, what's the name and, of the company again? Big Hit Teamwear. Oh, and two, had, have, you, have you trademarked that? Yes. There you go. <laughs> So that means Triple so, M have trademarked it. So that means you, that I you want me as an ambassador, you've got to go through my man- management company. <laughs> 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 uh, you're an idiot. You are. I mean, you want to talk about stuff. You are an idiot. Don't what, try to turn it back business, on me. Mate. Oh, whatever. Hey, listen, on a serious note, um, I'm going to start from the very beginning, and we've had a bit of fun, but the tragic news of the passing of Kyle Turner uh, was announced yesterday, South Sydney. He was a premiership player uh, back in 14 for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Our thoughts are with everybody involved in that and his former teammates. Shocking news, hoops that we woke to and and, and we can't speak enough about um, some of these amazing things like Lifeline. Please, if ever there is an issue, please reach out to someone. It's such an important thing. We love our game and people who have played in it. Just a, a tragic set of circumstances that went on. Very sad news uh, for everybody involved in Rugby League Dobbo and certainly thoughts uh, go out to Kyle's family and all his army of friends. Uh, he was out in the bush back at Coonabarabran, which is where he was originally from. Um, and obviously everybody fondly remembers him from winning that grand final south when uh, they ended the 43-year premiership drought, Jimmy, and they were very emotional scenes for the Bunnies that day and all their Legion of supporters, and I'm sure that they've all got heavy hearts today. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, it, it's devastating news, and um, yeah, we, we do have some fantastic initiatives here to, to help try and solve this problem, but it's just too frequent, isn't it? And, you know, perhaps we need a, a, a rethink on it. I know um, the NRL are, are looking at how we can help former players it isn't just uh, former athletes yeah. that, that are affected by this you know that it, it doesn't discriminate and it's uh, maybe it's time for the, the help to come to people rather than people go to the help well I said. don't know what the answer yeah. is right now well said um, our thoughts are, once again with everybody uh, and uh, to Kyle Turner's family I know he had some young children as well and, and our thoughts and a partner so our thoughts are with him let's get into over the Saturday's football um, Tigers 24, Dolphins 23, Penrith 40, the Titans 14, and the Storm 38, 28. Let's talk about the West Tigers. I mean, uh, every week we think, can it can it get any worse? Can there be more drama? <laughs> um, Tim Sheens has gone. The, the five-year plan lasted one year. Um, Benji's first game, he spoke to the media yesterday. He obviously was part of the press conferences. So it, it's been entrusted to him. And they win. It was all Happy Coruscant's show. Yeah, it was a strange game yesterday. It was almost as if both teams had forgotten how to win. I think you know, the Tigers haven't won uh, since that game against the Cowboys where they yeah. destroyed them at Leichhardt Oval. So it was a bizarre game, incredible finish, but it was almost as if both teams didn't, didn't want to win. And you, know, you look at the Tigers, the week they've had, it's, uh, it's been a strange one. The five-year plan has lasted uh, less than a year before it's been rejigged and Look, I, I really genuinely, sincerely hope Benji Marshall uh, makes improvements in that team, um, but it, but it's a difficult task. Oh, Let, let's, let's make no ways about it. I think looking at their losses this year, seven have been between one and six points, three between six and 12, and then eight that have been 12 plus. So mm. he'll be looking at assessing that, how you can get one of those seven losses uh, that have 
come from but why one to six points, how he can change a few of those into wins, but um, he's got a massive job on his hands. He certainly has. There's no two ways about it. Can I just – a couple of things that have really got in my bugbear after yesterday. Hang on, hang on. Just before you get the golf clubs out and tee off, can we just give Appy Corusau a rap? Unbelievable. What he did yesterday, and I was doing the uh, Titans and Penrith game, so I only saw bits and pieces of the contest. But what he's done for that club this season, he has been one of the most important signings in the history of the West Tigers. They haven't had any success in recent times. but He won in the match yesterday. Uh, what, what he was able to produce, and it's not just yesterday, Dobbo, it's been over the course of the entire season. If they are going to slowly turn things around, Appy Corusau is going to be the catalyst. That, that short kickoff yeah, was went absolutely sensational. Tupo I, took that with 19 metres, he take that. They regather. He gets a penalty. Then he kicks a goal from the sideline to win the match. I mean, he played five eight. He played five eight. <laughs> this is it. He's played, he played five eight. Uh, he made more tackles than anybody. He was unbelievable yesterday, Appy, and, and and rightly so. He deserved to have that yesterday. That was is he great. The halves moving forward, or is it just a one off? No, no, he'll be the hooker. But the yeah. way that they've like that, they've evolved it over the course of the last three or four weeks, where he starts at dummy half, and then because of their lack of talent in the halves, next thing all of a sudden Simpkin comes on and he's playing a bit of first receiver. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's shuffling well, out for the like, I mean, like he can play like a number nine role around that. You know, just sort of come out and still do the same plays. He's got so much deception. Like when you talk about Appy Corusau, what do all the great sevens and six? Well, they have. A great ball playing and deception with their balls, ball skills, and then you got, and then the only thing that they don't have is a, you know, like is a great kicking game. Like I wouldn't imagine Appy having a Nathan Cleary style kicking no. game, but if he works in the office, oh, he, had, maybe, one, maybe, he maybe, had one kick over, he one kick yesterday. It was a good old fashioned up and under, but it worked. <laughs> he just went. Yeah. He had one kick and it was just high <laughs> and chasing, you know, like it was. Hey, I think for the Tigers to be successful, they need him. Uh, fit for the full season and playing in the number nine position. Then you look at the makeup of the spine. You've got Buller at fullback, Appy at nine, locked in. And then, you know, they've got Caesar and Jaden Sullivan coming in to play yep. halves with a couple of these young guys from Manly that may or may not be just ready yet. So I think if they can keep Appy Corusau fit, I said this yeah. at the start of the season, they just they weren't up to speed and playing with him. There wasn't enough rook recognition and the ability to just down tools and go with Appy. There was times, I think he's their best player. I don't think that's up for debate. So he gets out of dummy half and they weren't playing with him. So that, that really, I don't understand why they weren't working on that at training. It seemed a, a shock to the fellow Tigers players that Appy was running and creating these opportunities. Either way, he won in the match. Now, you talk about shock. I, I wasn't shocked that they won, but what I, I've got to bring this up. I was in complete and utter shock at the end of the game. And at the end of the game, Luke Brooks was ruled out because of a calf injury yesterday. And this was the last time, supposedly, he was going to be in front of in front of his West Tigers fans, be it there was only 5,000 there. So why this is going on, a young lady wa- walks out, wheels out a beef eater barbecue, and I'm thinking, well, what's going on here? Mm. Next thing you know, the microphone stand comes out, and they present Luke Brooks... 11-year veteran with a barbecue. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, you can't script this crap. I mean, this is... this is, And look, yeah, okay, okay, righto. The only if it was thing you were dirty about there was no gas bottle and no There was no gas bottle no. no onion sizzling on the plate. <laughs> At least they put it together for yeah, them. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. You know, it's like, but here's just assemble that one yourself. But if Brooks you're going to buy a barbecue, buy, like, no disrespect to a beef eater, that's 
the first barbecue I bought after my divorce. I couldn't afford anything, <laughs> and I bought that. It's the one that you leave when you're camping. Like, if you go camping and something goes wrong, you leave you it leave there. Don't it. Buy him a decent barbecue. I mean, seriously, after 11 years, and you buy him a barbecue with a plaque on it, I mean, that was embarrassing to me. If I'm a West Tiger, like, I'm like, <laughs> mate, I'm putting it on the back of the ute, not tying it down, hoping it falls off on the way past. Like, seriously. Can I'm, can I'm telling you something? Like, I'm not taking that home. No. No, I'm serious. <laughs> if that got given to me, <laughs> right, if that got given to me, yeah. I ain't taking that home. No, no, no. I was embarrassed. Like, surely where, we're all on the where, same page. Yeah, oh, look. Who, Would you take who, it home? Whose idea was it? <laughs> like honestly, and, and who passed that off to go? Like, yeah, that's a great idea. No like, disrespect. What, oh, what, like, did anybody open up the lid? There was nothing underneath on the tray. Oh, there could have been something. No, there was nothing it? there. Oh. There was nothing there. We've had our. We had Brent Reed on the sideline yeah, go down what, and like, get to mate, investigate. There could have been a present inside, like a nice watch. Well, or present something. him. Present him with that in front of everybody. <laughs> just don't say there's a Barbie there with a little plaque on it from Mr. Mint. Mr. Mint had just gone out there with the engraver and put a plaque and stuck it on there. Oh, 11 years of service no, at the West Tigers. He took more boss. hits. He took more hits for that club than anybody after the fiasco. And the bloke who's in charge, he had a banner put up. Have you ever heard of this in my life? So over in the far northwest eastern corner, there's somebody's got a banner and said, end the Pasco fiasco. There's a big banner there. Next thing you know, you, you talked about Cogra with coffins being carried on. Yeah. Next thing you know, security are rolling it up. He's instructed them, the, the CEO, to take the banner down. I, I mean... The Tigers fans have had a gutful. Must have oh, had a gutful. It must have hurt his feelings. <laughs> well, I must mean, have been upset. No, so that's the thing. What I get, like, then every now and then, like, and that's and that's who I'm starting to feel sorry for because someone said the other day that they don't even get a voice. They don't get a vote. No, correct, absolutely. Like, yeah, I mean, so we're sitting on three sixty. Oh no, and I'm thinking, what about the fans? Goes, well, they don't get a vote. No. Well, that's disgusting. No, well, well they've admitted. Lee Hadjipantelis admitted on Wednesday. Is, is they're a protected their, species. Is vote with their feet. Yeah, and just don't turn up at games. Well, when they put a when they put a when they put a banner up there, mm. uh, uh, you're they allowed freedom of speech. You talk about Cogra when things were bad. Yeah, absolutely. They, I mean, Gordy, they put a coffin. They carried a coffin, like Cogra Oval, yeah, on the hill. Don't <laughs> listen. As long as they don't get personal with your family and they have an opinion like that, that's fine. Yeah, that is fine. Yeah, right? It's not derogatory. Yeah. No, it's, just it's just, mate, you got to go. Venting your frustration, like you, they've got a right to a right to protest, whether you agree with the message or not. But they they have a right to protest, and I, I get what you're saying about vote with your with your feet, and some will will elect to to do that. But well, that's some, why there's five thousand there yesterday. Yeah. So they did vote with it. But why was that game at Combank? Oh, I don't understand. Because oh, they about... just it's a scattergun approach to how they host their home games. No, but take they've it got to the region. Three regions. at Leichhardt. Three at Campbelltown, then they go to Tamworth, they took the Warriors game to New Zealand to say thank you to the Warriors, which in fairness was a, a, a nice idea. gesture, right? Just... But then, then they've also still got a, a deal with Combank, so they also play some games there. So they're nomadic. Yeah. When, when, that's your, when that's your setup, when that's your staple of one of the foundations of what you're trying to build success upon, is it any wonder that they can't find any? And, and with oh. the Pasco fiasco, <laughs> I would have gone harder if I was those fans. You know, the late, great Laurie Nichols, the greatest yeah. Balmain supporter Ever. in the history of the club. Laurie's Lane, it's at Leichhardt Over, it'll be there forever um, because of 
the spirit and the camaraderie that he used to bring to the club. He used to love Benny Elias says, come and try us. Gary Jack, the world's best back. Wayne Pierce, he's so fierce. Yeah. Steve Roach teaches him not to boast. Yeah. Put uh, Pasco in the Brasco. <laughs> Should have been what they went with. Put Pasco in the Brasco. How good. Allery eats celery. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Jack, the world's best back. You know what? I, I, I love you're, right, you're right. Do you know what, mate? I went to a – mate, just on the great Laurie Nickel, right? So, like, then he was so famous. The best, mate. And then when I first came down to Sydney, I remember going – going and having a steak with him because he was great mates with Bluey Rally who played for Newtown, played with Dad up home in Townsville and we went and had a steak and the lady goes, oh, uh, how would you like your steak cooked? He said, just pull the horns off and wipe its ass. <laughs> I thought that was great. But, like, but he could get away with it. freezing cold. He's well, got his singlet on. In the north of England, I'll never forget those images as a kid watching kangaroos yes. test matches, and he would be on the sideline in a blue shearer's singlet, <laughs> yeah. shadow boxing, boxing, throwing good combos. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say this now? That That's the Balmain and the Tigers that I remember, and I mean that. And, and it didn't have to be at Leichhardt, but the Kerry Hemsleys, all these – it was uh, – West had the same as in well. In fairness, it, it, the West, yeah. West have also got a oh my hugely God. proud yeah. history with Tommy Radonikus, 100%. with Les Boyd, 100%. with Dallas Donnelly. Like they, had, they had some champion hard nut players. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I completely agree with that. But at the moment, their DNA is just non-existent. Well, their DNA is no in DNA. Nebraska. Yeah. There is no There's no DNA. DNA. And that's the, thing that's, that's the thing that concerns me. Well, I'll tell you what went through my head. When I saw that barbecue wheeled out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I can't. Oh, I can't. What's that mean? Ah. Do you know what, mate? Like you can't, it, it, there's nothing left to say. It's yeah. kind, right? See, so like, if there is a, nothing left to it's say. If this was a four o'clock kickoff, this could be a whole thing on like. Ring us up, and if you've ever left a workplace, what's the worst <laughs> present you have got? It's actually embarrassing. I'd rather get nothing. Like you, 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 Gordy, you would. You would rather, you'd rather get just get a handshake and say thanks for Thank your service. You so much. Look him in the eye and say thanks for what you've done for this football club. You've yeah. been here eleven years. No, it's some him- tin pot barbecue. <laughs> like, what is the point? You can't like, even put your noodles on it, mate. You know, he didn't even get a set of tongs. He's gonna have to go and buy his own clip. <laughs> <laughs> the stupid oh. thing about it. The stupid thing about it. Tom, is, again, they, they're completely reactive as a club. So yeah. I actually think the reason why they've done this is because the media put some heat on them during the week and a reporter rang up and said, listen, is there, any, is there going to be any sort of farewell send-off for Luke Brooks? So now, initially they were told, no, oh, no, no, there's nothing planned, right? Then all of a sudden, a few hours later, they're scrambling and, and got as soon as the story up. goes live, they start ringing up and say, oh, no, 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 there is something, we've got something, we've got... And then they produce that. Yeah. As you, I said... You just say no, we're going to do something private at the presentation. the presentation night. Yeah, you know. Do you know what the, the thing what about we get it is? Dobbo in five weeks with his. Why don't we get the best? We're giving the best. That's not funny. That's not funny. You won't be. You won't be doing that. I can tell you right now. We're going to take a break. We're live from McDonald's. What do you want, mate? Just give us a couple of hints. What do you want? You off the show. Uh, this is a Sunday Sinbin on Triple M. <laughs> Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Prosper. Make business happen with lending solutions to match your business needs. Triple M footy lives on Lister. Ready or not? Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Prosper. Make business happen with lending solutions to match your business needs. You can't stop what I got. Ready or not? 
Oh, welcome back. Triple M Sunday Sinbin, all thanks to Prosper. Prosper Australia's number one online lender to small business. Gordon Tallis, James Graham, James Hooper and Ben Dobbin. We are live from McDonald Jones Stadium in Newcastle ahead of the South Sydney Rabbitohs taking on the Newcastle Knights. Kick off two o'clock. Dan Ganane will be your caller. So much more to get through. Uh, look, yesterday... And there has been some debacles once again. And I think everybody talking about the incident around what happened with Ruben Garrick on Friday night um, and some inconsistencies with the bunker and the bunker overruling. Mitchell Moses has called for the bunker to be scrapped. This is what he said yesterday on the Saturday Scrum. Uh, I'm not I'm not for it. I don't think... I mean, for, for scoring tries and things like that, yeah, obviously we have the video ref and... That needs to be there. But I think just in play, I think two refs on the field, no bunker. We're stopping things when going back two sets later to give a penalty and just slowing down the game and taking the sting out of the excitement out of the game. And especially with the captain's challenge, it just takes too long. So um, it just slows down the game. There's no flow. And um, I think people want to see flow in the game. And uh, they want to see a bit more fatigue. I think it's taken a bit of the fatigue out of the game. I think for tries have it. Tries and, you know, the decisions there um, have it. But I think just in play, just let the game flow. If the ref misses it, the ref misses it. Yeah, and thank you, Mitchell Moses. And he was on the Saturday scrum yesterday. Um, but but I agree with him. Siebes went, you know, kleptic on Friday night after the Ruben Wait, Garrett. What? Kleptic. Kleptic? Yeah. I think you mean apoplectic. Well, I don't, I don't, even, know, I don't even know that What's word. kleptic? It's just... Crazy. Uh, here's what Anthony Seabold said. It was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Like, That's and I'm here, like, apparently every day of the week. Now, the rule says it's not with regards because the ball bounced or it wasn't a kick. But how many times do we pull tackles up for a slight crusher, give a penalty, someone, you know, slipping up from, from you know, chest to, to the jaw and there's a penalty. Like, how many times? Well, fair dinkum. Let us be serious, right? I reckon it's ridiculous. And it's two weeks in a row and I'll get a phone call from Dave Fairley or somebody tomorrow from the NRL and they'll apologise or say, oh, look, you know, you know, that's the, the correct decision or, you know, it wasn't a dangerous tackle. It was a dangerous tackle. He's injured and it's our season on the line so I am pissed off about it. But our CEO will cop a, a, a call from Graham Annesley and Graham will come out on the video on Monday and they'll go through the rigmarole of it, but that is a dead set penalty. And I'm just sick of it. Because I bite my tongue, right? I'm not a coach who comes out and, and has a wins, but I, I'm sick of it. Well, it is concerning for me, mate, because I don't understand the rules anymore. We give, the, we give a penalty away for the slightest slip up from, from shoulder to, to chin. That's ridiculous. Yeah, welcome. Didn't what? he say in the first part there, I know it's not a penalty because I know it's not in the rules. Yeah. Because the ball bounced. Yeah. So he knows that's the rules, but then something else happens. So, so, like so what a, do we all? I don't know. Well, see, so that's see, so that's the point in our game, right? So we got Moses, a player, yep, who we got to listen to the players and we got to listen to the coaches. But well, one's going, look, let's scrap all that. We can't go back to it. Let's just play on, which means there's going to be mistakes, yep. which means that they're going to miss stuff, which means that we just got to live with it and we can't talk about it. In terms of the in terms of the the, the Seabold argument, I think he's right. I think that that rule does need to be looked at. If anything, you, on a technicality, you could have got Charles Nickel Cluckster for attacking below the knee. Yes, on an on a technicality because Ruben Garrick is that high. He actually takes him below the knee, and and, and I agree. I think that should should be looked at because it's that was it, not it, a penalty. And that was I, the right by, call by, by the rules. It's not, but I think that rule needs he to be revisited. On his back. He I landed know. on his back, James. Why does it need to be revisited? 
If he okay, lands on his okay. head, it's dangerous. I'll, I'll, if he lands I'll, on his okay, back, it's, okay, okay. it's an accident. Okay, well, then when someone's competing for a ball in the air, just tackle them and, oh, well, they land on the their back. The ball had bounced, mate. I know, I know that's the rule, but that rule needs to be revisited because it's uh, the likelihood of a dangerous position uh, eventuating from that increases by the fact that the player if has... If a player l- is in the air, in the air. So, 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 but in, in Mitchell Moses' point, I really like it as a as a game, as a society, as sports fans. We've become obsessed with getting the decision right, and unfortunately, we compromise the flow of the game. We saw it yesterday. Are we with growing the... up enough to live with the decision, though? That's well, the point. Well, if this... we're growing up yes. to live with it, and if a player goes, "Hey, no, no," and you don't whinge about what happened, that's in... right. Like, oh, but three players ago, yeah. we didn't get it. You can't say that anymore. Yeah, exactly. Just on so, the try, let's make like then. And if we're as a game and we're all going to live with it, and players, you don't talk about it, coaches, you don't whinge about it, I'm happy yeah, for that. We have to accept the fact that we're going to get decisions wrong. And, and I used to be about always getting the decision right, but unfortunately, we compromise the flow of the game. There's too many stoppages in the game right now. I agree. The captain's challenge, again, that's to, to add you know, a bit more theatre or, or the sponsorship element of it, but it slows the game down. And the right. game, is the game actually, if you look at game time, like they're lasting so much longer because of the, the obsession of every decision, right? And the players, they're products of their environments, Gordy. They know I stay down here, I'm going to get a penalty because the bunker is going to look at it. And it's just an unfortunate consequence for the NRL, though. One of the things that they have on their mind is they've got to future-proof themselves, so if in the future, if there's something like a, a HIA or, or, you know, um, you know a, a group um, suing of the game mm. and they say, well, hang on, you had the ability to uh, punish that out of the game and you didn't use it, then they could be liable. So mm. perhaps the NRL are looking at it from a point of view of, well, we need that there to, to try and stop foul play happening. Because if we don't, if we have that, ab- if we have that available to do, if we have that as, as, a, as a function and we don't do it, we'd be in trouble later I, down the track. I, I'm, I'm a strong believer at the end of the year, the NRL need to get and handpick, like seriously say, 10 coaches, 10 senior players, 10 ex-players, do all that and talk about the judiciary and get all that and then let's just come up and then do whatever it is, you know, how they calculate on what it is and we rate it just so we get more of an understanding when they go to the judiciary with head highs, with hip drops, with all that. So then we understand because then, you know, we can sit there and see bolts blowing up and I'm going, but it's to the law. And then Mitchell Musk goes, well, I don't want him to look at anything. And then someone's going to say this. So we will never all be on the same well, page. Well, we'll get Gordy, on the same we're, page. We're never, if you try and please all the people all the time, you'll please nobody. So maybe we just need someone to go in there and go, this is what we're doing. This is what I think the game should look like for the benefit of as many people as possible. Get behind it. Stop moaning. We're going to prioritise the flow of the game. Or, you know what, we're going we're gonna to be obsessed with getting every decision right. So we're going to have to put stoppages, more stoppages in play. But I'd just like one, I, I agree, get some input from those people. But have someone and just well, what get, it, the, get is the ball it two by the horns. Is it two referees, like Mitchell Moses, it's, it makes sense. And we can debate this all the time. Well, you want to go back to two referees. Well, and then and disregard the bunker. So the bunker got brought in and got in, and officiated more because they took away that second referee. Mm. So... You know, yeah. if you don't want the bunker to work, bring a second referee they need back. Help. And, yeah. like, people, like, like, people don't realise with a referee and then... How fast one, it is, and, that, and then that's one thing that I'd love to take back from my career, that I never once spoke to a referee because they're looking at 13 players on side. Correct. They're looking at the hand on the ruck. They're looking at the players. They're looking at maybe 
25 decisions every 5 or 10 seconds of the game for 80 seconds with fatigue. So they're making a lot of decisions on the run. Of course they're going to get him. And then the touchy, he's waving to his daughter and son in the crowd, so he's not watching the game as closely <laughs> as he should, the old muscly touch. So they're going to make mistakes, but it's just do are we growing up enough? Because I wasn't when I was playing to live with it. Are we growing up now that we can live with it? No, because I remember the days, Gordy, where pre the bunker, right, we would all be howling blue murder when they <laughs> came they up with a howler. Why can't they look at it? The technology's there yeah. now. They go We've back got... with the forward passes now. Come on, it's 2023. We need to move with the modern world, <laughs> all of that. So, yeah. look, I understand the frustration, Jimmy. I think you made a really strong it's argument. And, and I get the reasoning behind why it all does definitely need to have um, a good overview on it at the end of the season. I'd love to see an overview. But I just don't know... Yeah, oh, I don't, don't, I don't think, I don't think they're going back. Yeah. I don't, I don't uh, think can you that be the, the administration will like Triple M. We'll uh, go absolutely. back. Absolutely, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll do that. But I, I, just I, watch I agree with you. Why don't you on the way? But man, hopefully you can get there. <laughs> it, it is. It isn't going to go back, is it? It, 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 it isn't going to go back. Now we've got this technology. Um, it's hard to see them moving away from it. In fact, yes. it's just going to be. It's going to be added to. Hey guys, it's going to be added to with things like that. <laughs> See, hey, while yeah. we're on this subject, can we just check? So, the eastern seabird, right? Yeah. We've never seen it. it look better. Yeah. Blue skies, not a cloud in the sky. Yes. Just for a bit of a weather report, because we know how much you love a weather report, <laughs> yeah. Bobo. Yeah, we right. do love it. And thank you to now, the Bureau of Meteorology. They do a wonderful job every yeah, single can day. Can we just check, given the conditions, why are you wearing a snow-like puffer jest Puffer vest indoors. But, you know I what? think it's called you a know, gilet. You know what, mate? I'm shredding. A, and this a is gilet? What I'm shredding. So no, this, I'm shredding. <laughs> you know, like I'm sweating and shredding. <laughs> Listen, like the garbage because bag. Because he thinks he's going to be on the sideline, right? But it's a big game, right? So we're all here. So, the team's here. so we know that when someone's on television, and Ben, i just got to break I'm on television, now. mate. What? Clearly, you don't watch Tele- Channel 9. Channel Tele- 9, number no. one broadcaster in Australia. Uh, anyway, we'll move on. Yeah, well, the ratings would detect that the biggest games of the year... Are with Channel Nine. That oh. would just—that's fact. And you're so not anyway. on that. And then you're not on that coverage. I'm part of the Channel Nine. Group. No, no. So you're not on that coverage. I don't think I've ever seen you at an Origin on Channel Nine. I've been on there, but I've just yeah. been working for Triple M <laughs> in the background. In the right. background. Cool. So with like, your puffy vest on. Walking past. Did you see me? Mate? Did you see me? <laughs> so just mate, listen. Just because it's a oh, here we like, go. Here mate, we go. Like, oh, so like, so we're going to Jimmy Graham. We've got yep. an international, right? For all our international fans, right? I'm here for the Queenslanders, and then we got James, mate, and we got a bloke that's on television. He's flying. He's got up early, but he's on the sideline last night. He's on television. Everybody recognise him. Mate, we're walking in. People are asking for photos. Oh, that's, right. great. that's So great. he's on the sideline because we need our A-team here today. Well, so I'm that be happy that. that's Well, I'll be calling in that case if they want hey, the A-team. I'll be calling. What are you going to do? Get rid of Dan Ganane? Dan's, Dan's been benched. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> mate, he's, he's the number one caller. <laughs> he is the number one caller. There's no yeah, two ways so, about it. Yeah, but, so, and then sideline. I'm, I'm happy to admit it, and I'm the number one sideline on for Triple M. Thank you. We're moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You and might have something to say about that. You and him, senior management, might have something to say about that. I've been talking to you and Giles about mm-hmm. you, and he's very concerned. Mm. I mean, there was a big question mark whether or not hey. you were actually going to be here today, I, listen, as boy. Listen, what I, the question I was mark talking mark? to Ewan on Friday, right? And then he just spoke to me and said, hey, how are you going? He goes, what's happening? He said, mate, we're going to go for Chinese. So he sent me a can of WD-40 for the lazy Susan once he knew you were coming. <laughs> <laughs> he reckons it'll spin out of control. Are you going to wear the puffer vest at Chinese? <laughs> the right? reason I've got the puffer vest on is because I dropped coffee on my white shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and you know it, so I'm just going to let everybody know, you fool. Uh, uh, we're going to take a break Sunday. <laughs> 
Jeff, how did you miss that now? <laughs> <laughs> On Triple M. <laughs> Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Prosper. Make business happen with lending solutions to match your business needs. Triple M footy lives on Leicester. Ready or not. Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Prosper. Make business happen with lending solutions to match your business needs. You can't stop what I got. Ready or not. Yeah, welcome back to Sunday Sinbin on Triple M. All thanks to Prosper. Prosper Australia's number one online leader to small business. Live from McDonald Jones Stadium on the eastern seaboard of Australia. We are here, the Sunday Sinbin, James Graham, James Hooper, Gordon Tallis, Ben Dobbin with you ahead of the 2 o'clock kickoff, which will be the Knights taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. In the NRLW game, almost half-time, uh, it is Brisbane 10, Newcastle 4. Uh, Brisbane 10, Newcastle 4, and uh, obviously we are close to half-time. One of the n- greatest Newcastle Knights of all time, he's heavily involved in the club, is Danny Badiris, and he joins us in the box. Danny, uh, thanks so much for being with us on the Sunday Sinbin these crowds, these scenes, this is what we all remember Newcastle of yesteryear, mate. Yeah, appreciate the invite, Dobbo. It's a huge day up here in the Hunter. Uh, Mac Jones hasn't been like this. It's miners round for us. Uh, you know, usually when you look up in the, the top corners of the uh, grandstand when they're starting to fill up, you know, it's a big crowd. So I think 2012 was the last time that uh, the yeah. club sold it out and so much to play for today. Uh, next week we've got Old Boys Day here on, the, on Sunday. So big fortnight for the club and, and for the fans of the Knights. Danny, like you're driving in here today, mate. <clears throat> Does the Danny Badiris juices come back out? Like, is this one of the days where you wish that you could just pull back on the old jersey? Yeah, back in the day, you spot on there, Gordy. I sort of, you do get a little bit emotional when you when you drive in. It's, uh, I remember Paul Harrigan got the team together when we used to play, and he just spoke about the privilege of pulling the jersey because it's pretty much thirty thousand people out there want to want to do the same thing that, or the opportunity that you've got in 80 minutes' time to, to really make a lot of people happy. So th- the boys are no different today that, you know, some of these guys, it's why I'm sort of still involved to see the town and the team uh, connect again. It hasn't sort of had that for a long time and, you know, the, pl- the players probably haven't seen the best of the town, and but you, they will today. They'll see it today and uh, they'll support up in droves and hopefully get a good performance in. Well, Betsy, you're right. They are going to see the best of the town. They're going to turn up today in their vehicles. They're going to see crowds lining up to get in. This has been, or this has came from the fact that Newcastle have gone on this amazing winning streak in the past couple of months. But what do you put that down to and why did it take so long for this team to click? Yeah, um, we've had a lot of cohesion in the team. We've had, you know, the spine's been the same, the 9-6-7-1. The playmakers have been the same. There's been some... A lot of cohesion there. I think we've got an identity about how we play both sides of the ball. I think attack, everyone knows how we like to attack now, which, um, you know, and also defend. I think we've got a, a really good system the way we defend. And and also the belief that the players have got, no matter who they come up against, that um, they're going to put in a good showing. And I just think that's that's the mindset that we've got at the moment. Um, confidence is key. and um, But for confidence, you need to see evidence. And there's been plenty of that uh, definitely the last six weeks. Bedsy, it's called McDonald Jones Stadium now, but back in the day when you played, it was... Oh, Badiris Johns. <laughs> it was called Badiris Johns Stadium. Uh, yeah, uh, and every time I was at marker, Bedsy right. I could pick those old knees from anywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, there he goes. What are, uh, you obviously won a premiership with the Knights in 2001, but what are your some of your fondest memories from, from this venue? Well, yeah, just occasions like this, Jimmy. It's uh, to, to see the the fans and, and the moments, and you know who would, who would you know the, the NRLW are playing in front of probably by the time they finished twenty odd thousand people will be turning in for the last ten minutes, I'm sure. And 
this is a packed stadium. So uh, for me, you know, the, the times where you know Joey came back and scored 34 points after uh, being out with his knee and all those different moments. Um, but honestly, every time it was a, it was a privilege just go on that field uh, for me. Um, when I came down from Tarry as a 15-year-old, the first thing I did was uh, jump on a bike. It was like the old field of dreams. Come over and have a look at you could. At the stadium at the time, you could just ride up. You know, you could drive up, actually. So I just did that. I've always just uh, really understood what the town and the team need and mean to each other. And, uh, yeah, it's such such an honour to uh, pull on that jersey. Imagine today these players are going to be frothing. Mate, what are you doing for the club now, Danny? So I'm in some leadership development role. I think our club's probably been negligent in that area for probably a long time, 10 years. Um, Wayne Bennett probably, when he was there in 2012, said, where's all the leaders? And... We've probably had to go out and outsource those and, and buy those in. So my job at the club at the moment is just to, to go through all the grades and uh, identify leaders and, and train leaders up and, and get a bit of a mental well, space going. One of those leaders is Caelan Ponga, Betsy. What's he like to work with off the field? We see what he produces in the 80 minutes, especially playing at fullback, but there's more that goes into that. And I think because of the, the paycheck and the calibre of player that he is, naturally you would think he would assume a leadership role. Is that someone that you've worked closely with? Yeah, definitely. He's, he's got his own. He outsources some, uh, some mental skills that he does uh, abroad as well. But at the same time, he's, uh, for me, Callan's such an underrated, tough, tough person. I think he gets, uh, you know, from point of view physically, he's always jumping up. There has been some, some knocks and some injuries this year, but he's a physically tough person. I think mentally he is as well. So... He, he carries a lot. He carries the town on, on his back at times. But I, I, a moment last week where I think it was Ado Carr just got him come up and jammed and stood over him and then he picked the ball up and ran straight back at, at Josh. And I feel like that's leadership in a different way. It's, a, it's an action, and a non-verbal leadership action, and he's got plenty of that going on at the moment. Betsy, what about the signing of Jackson Hastings? What, what's he brought to the club? He won't play today. Adam Clune will start at halfback, but his combination since kalen has gone back to fullback has been fundamental in transforming the side. For sure. Uh, he's been a link in the middle, hasn't he? He's just, um, just sort of steers them around. He's got a great voice and, you know, he's... From point of view, we don't need him to take the line on, but when he does take the line on, it's beneficial for the team. And I think you'll see Adam Clune do the same sort of things. He's got a great kicking game. But, you know, that, that cohesion I spoke about before, that, that vision that he has and that, that vision for the team, um, that'll change today. But um, Adam Clune, he'll definitely make... Uh, when he's been playing New South Wales Cup, he's, he's been shooting the lights out. So he'll be a, a player that um, I'm sure will come under you know, a bit of pressure today from South, but he'll stand up, Adam Clune. But... Uh, for, for Jacko, I think he's, he's loving being at the club. Um, you know, he probably was very close to playing today, but it's a huge game next week against the Sharks, and um, he'll rest up for that one. Coaching's a, a, a really difficult game, and, and you're involved in it at the New South Wales level and, and with Freddie, but for Adam O'Brien, the, the, the pressure for him over the last few years has been unbelievable. Do you think he, you, you're in the club? You, you see him work, how hard he works day in, day out. Do you think... That, that, that the pressure cook has come off him a bit now that we've seen these performances and we, we, we now know that Newcastle's DNA is starting to shine. The, the last six weeks has been really, really strong football. Yeah, Dobbo, look, I, is he a better coach than he was six weeks ago? No. And this is the thing, I guess we all fall into the, the yeah. win-lose category yeah, and yeah. all of a sudden you, you, your job's on the line. But, you know, you stay your course, you stay his course. Um, you only see uh, Adam O'Brien fire up when, he, when he's values, where he feels like the values of the team has been, um, you know, hasn't been displayed and, and they have been displayed the last, last six weeks. And along, you know, it's been really good. We've had five two-point losses this year. Um, so we've been in most games, 
probably Parramatta was our only slip, but um, our for and against is right where we need it to be. So, um, you know, Adam and his coaching staff have done a fantastic job. Hey, Betsy, next year, um, can you get a sponsor to send the whole team to Bali? Because when they come back, <laughs> we can simply, mate, the way he's come back. Oh, unbelievable. Mate, you have to come back with a leg tat, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly right. No. You only went over there for a tattoo. Yeah. So, uh, I, wish, I wish the whole team went. Yeah, that's right. They one person. One person. They were very good. Best of luck this afternoon. I hope for Newcastle's sake, regardless, they put on a performance that their fans absolutely love here this afternoon. If that's a victory, great. But if it's, you know, we just expect a great clash against South Sydney. A lot of South supporters here, and as you said at the start, Gordy, that this was their team in the uh, in the NRL when uh, when they before Newcastle came into a lot of South fans originally from here. So. I knew through my whole career that if I was going to Marathon Stadium, I was going away with bruises. Yeah, yeah. and that and, and and that was it. No matter what the scoreboard was, you come here. And you had to check in, and yeah. that's and that's what Knights have to do today. Did they used to hose the away team dressing room? Oh, mate, room? I don't know what the Johns boys used to do, but I remember they'd make us run out through the car parks. We used to warm up right across the freeway the yeah. first time, yeah. And then you're running through the people, and they got the <laughs> rum and the beer on their breath yeah. at like two it. o'clock in the afternoon, and they'd mate put us somewhere, but it was always uncomfortable. And then you'd get back into the showers. And that'd be cold. That's, yeah. <laughs> and and, and, and it wasn't a dry part in the dressing room floor, so you'd sort of just be yeah. getting dressed. But, but that, mate, you know what? I love, I love that's that. What, yeah, yeah, but then that was like the that sportsman. fire that's, something in you and be like, the, 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 <laughs> look, I was going to say, we'd, we'd hose it. Yeah. We'd be hosing it out with hot, hot water. That was always switched off. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah our, our man Neville Allen used to do that. So that was, Did he? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, we're, uh, it's been a big weekend. I had the Marquis Foundation ball last oh, night. How's he going? Yeah, awesome. So uh, yeah, they killed again last night at two hundred and eighty thousand bucks they raised. Well, so, wonderful, huge wonderful. event. Um, yeah, it's a great fortnight in the Hunter. Yeah, awesome. We're going to take a break. Thanks for coming in, Danny. Pleasure. Appreciate Thanks. it. Best of luck. Uh, this is the Sunday Sinbin. I call BS up next. Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Prosper. Make business happen with lending solutions to match your business needs. Triple M footy lives on Leicester. Ready or not? Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Prosper. Make business happen with lending solutions to match your business needs. Can't stop what I got. Ready or not? Welcome back to Sunday Sinbin on Triple M. All thanks to Prosper Australia's number one online lender to small business. Live from McDonald Jones Stadium in Newcastle. Gordon Tallis, James Graham, James Hooper, Ben Dobbin with you ahead of South Sydney taking on the Newcastle Knights. And there is going to be a huge crowd. It could be a record this afternoon. Uh, the crowd is building nicely. It, we are bathed in sunshine. And just like the Bureau of Meteorology said, it's going to be a beautiful day, not a cloud in the sky. And, right. James, thank you for doing that research this morning and letting me know about the weather report for today. Uh, it is now time for this. From the makers of The Earth is Flat and I'm Only Having One Beer comes I Call BS. Yep, just like their boots, Area Rebar Work Jeans won't let you down on the tough jobs. Check out the range of Rebar Work Jeans thanks to my great friends at Ariat, ariat.com.au. Well done to them. Now, I Call BS. You know, just, just before we get there, Gordy bumped one of his mates, Troy Casadaly, 
at Brisbane Airport this morning, and he was talking up Ariat. Yes, he loves Ariat. He loved him. Yeah, he had yeah. the boots yeah. on. He loves yeah, him, mate. He's, he's all over Troy Casadale. Yeah. Uh, they don't make them like that anymore. They don't like, make them like that anymore. And right at the end, anymore. he goes, and my beloved South Sydney Rabbitohs. So he was off to Mackay to do a gig. He, uh, Beautiful. He said, say good day to James Graham, and, uh, and then Hoops met him too. So uh, well, he loved good. the show. That's good. Um, <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this, but he I, just I just want to say this. I just want to say this Say good day to James Graham and James Hooper. He listens to the show. Now, I... James Graham and James Hooper, we're starting I Call BS, and I'm going to start from the very beginning. But the humble Housing Commission raised working class boy from Townsville, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say it right now. Fame has got to him. Fame has got to (laughs) Gordon Tallis since he's been on 360. Okay, so, okay, so. I have, you know, I get, I've got the eyes and the ears of the people in the general public. They are now, <laughs> now reaching out to me. True or not true, Gordon Tallis, that you had a table booked under your name, Gordon Tallis, NRL 360 at the Clovelly <laughs> Hotel before the Matildas <laughs> played on Wednesday night. True or not true? Oh, there was this a table is what re- this is dead said. He had a table reserved. There was Gordon a table Tallis, reserved. NRL 360. This is serious. In, Mate, fairness, kind of in fairness to Gordy, I think Braith and Aston might have actually organised <laughs> that. Yeah, well, they're both as bad so as bro- each other. Hey, so <laughs> birds of a feather. Birds of a feather. Hey, listen, <laughs> hey, listen mate, walking in, mate, walking in with the golden Greek Braith. That mate, it just parted. Yeah, <laughs> was like, was like jugs of beer. There. He's a very good looking rooster. Oh um, my okay. god! But, but I can't stop looking at. Can him. we just focus on him, please, Jamie? You would never do that. You would never go and reserve a table, James Graham, England international. Look, what I want to get to the bottom of, Dobber, is how this little uh, project of yours is going. What project? <laughs> What of like you know put, putting it out there to the masses to report to you? They report. Yeah. So how, how do they report to you? Through social media, through direct messaging, <laughs> through all all sorts of issues. Well, yeah, here we go. I like to look after people. Not everyone has access to social media, so I want to support your campaign. So if needs be, if anyone needs to report to Ben Dobbin, please call. Hey, 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 four- hey, no, you <laughs> do not. No, no, Shut up, you idiot. Do not put my phone number out there, you idiot. No, I'm trying to help No, you. I don't want them. I don't need a text message. I, I, so it's no. 0448 no. Don't you even think about it. Do not even think about Man, putting my phone number out there for I'm trying to help the people. Man, that's the most exercise you've done this month. <laughs> Can I'm you please control this idiot? Please? I'm, I'm trying to help the buffer vest. Now, there is only three numbers left. So if anyone needs a pen, 0448, 0... <laughs> I can tell you what. All right, I mean... Mate, you always... Mate, because you're insecure and you like a bit of love. No, mate, I don't. I don't, I don't, want, so I don't, what, I don't want my number what, buzzing. What's the you. difference between them contacting you on social media, direct Amen. message, well, I can or choose, calling you up? I can choose whether or not I want it's to read it. I'm mate. trying to help you, you out. You can actually still choose to turn your phone off or not pick it up. I'm trying to help you out. So how's it going to change? Can you please defend You me? can actually... <laughs> it doesn't you're matter. You're an idiot. They're actually getting to the same yeah, we wanna, device. You want to start a war by giving me a Hold on. I'm trying to help you out. You're your no, arguments are flawed. People, of, people of Australia, reach out on social media. <laughs> or on the same device. It's a free phone number as well, everybody. No, so it's, it's not. 0448. <laughs> Get out of it. Get out. Do not. I'll oh, just put it on my social media. <laughs> 
This comes from a heart. This comes from a heart. I'm trying to help you out. You need all the you need all the help you need a heart. You need a heart. You need all the help you can get. No, I don't. No, I don't. He is a giver, Jimmy Graham, and he's trying to help you. That's what he's trying to do. He's not a giver, mate. This bloke is the same bloke that goes team player. Hang he on. is a giver. What, okay. what rock have you been under? He went and got a sandwich for himself and never asked another person in the whole team. Oh, that's and then came again, back. play on. He was no. a bit dusty. Let that go. No, that's <laughs> not a, that's a not bit. A, let that go. <laughs> that's an understatement. That was an understatement. That was third meal in a minute. We did touch on it earlier, but it, it, it's too good not to go back to again. That beef eater that the West Tigers <laughs> produced for Luke Brooks for 11 years of service yes. with the – Piece of steel that's been engraved and hashtag and his West Tigers playing number. I, I just can't quite get over it. And I'm sure, Dobbo, you're all over social media. I'm sure it's exploded. No, I haven't seen it. My phone's exploded irrespective yeah. um, with people just saying, what is going on there? Like, how do they think that that is a fair income good idea? It sums up that club. Yeah, a basket case, um, and that's honest. I, I mean, there's nothing against a beef eater barbecue, but when I came out of my first divorce, I had no money, and that was where I went and bought it. I that just was my Googled first them. They, I just Googled it. They go for 900 well, You I can't no have money. been going that bad. Well, 900 bucks. I didn't have any money. That's the first barbecue. You go and buy a good barbecue, like Gordy's barbecue. I mean, Gordy's is worth about seven grand. No, don't forget my wife blew that up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the gas bottle exploded. Gas bottle. Did you clean that in the insurance? Oh, of Just drop and roll, darling. No, drop and roll. Drop and roll. <laughs> Don't jump in the pool. What am I going to do? Gordy, have you got a beer? Uh, oh, I sort of didn't have one, but I just thought it was a bit rich offering the Matildas statues out the front of Suncorp. Yeah, this is today. This is this is, And this is true. Uh, the, the, yeah, so I still think the greatest sporting event that I witnessed was Cathy Freeman. That's sure. the greatest. I don't, and we go to that stadium, and I've played footy at it. But she's the she's the queen of that stadium, right? Are you talking like, about Stadium yeah. Australia, Sydney Football? I think it's yeah, still the Australia highest Four. highest viewed yeah, Australian performance. I think it was yes. eleven million people. So that record captured, television rating. Yeah, so then that captured the nation like no one else. I don't see a statue of Kathy at the front of that stadium when we walk around, and I've done corporate. So you know, and then she won. She beat the rest of the world. And the Matildas, it was fantastic. It was great. Uh, it was a great festival, great carnival. It was unbelievable for lady sport. But I don't think now that they deserve a statue at the front of the stadium. Oh, that's and such a valid, one, such a, such a one, good point. And the who do you, like, so then who do you give it to well, in I think, a team? Uh, yeah. uh, paint, like, you know, like they do a mural or something, but I don't think a statue. Because I was talking about statue, were they? Yeah. But, mate, I'm happy for, like, a mural to go up somewhere. But I think Cathy Freeman... Yeah, like if they're going to do one or that stadium, I think that there's other people more deserving that have played and run out in that stadium. I agree. I, I, think, I think we all agree. Uh, hang on. All oh, right. Oh, no, Here we go. Here no, we go. Jimmy's no, got another one. Jimmy might. No, he's just finishing off three. <laughs> do no. not. No. <laughs> Dobbo. Uh, oh, no, okay. man, your reaction was priceless. What about you when you jumped up? Now, my I call BS this week is is before the M- Matilda's Lionesses game, right? There, there was an article in, in one of the newspapers uh, about being a, a, a pom over here in Australia. And, yeah, yeah. They referred to like one million Brits. Well, English doesn't mean Brits as Irish, Scot- uh, Northern Irish, Scottish and Welsh. So it's not. But, but also... The, the the writer of this piece spoke about the the awkward dilemma 
what awkward dilemma <laughs> about who who who, who would go for how, who to, who to why, support? Why wouldn't that be awkward? Why? Because I wouldn't support Australia in anything. Why? I would choose fella, every other ta-da, nation. Ta-da. No, but that's what Off sports about. We're not all... Off you go. You, this is, Back this, you go. You know what? I, I expect it from you because no. you know what? The the sports fans that are Ben Dobbin style sports fans that flip and flip. No. And yes. got a hey, I agree. Hey, 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 I agree. I, Yesterday, I, I support Australia. I support Australia. Yes, I do. I support Australia 100%. No, no, no. Cool gave me at the moment. I was going to the... Mate, I was going to the... Whatever you were going uh, to. Where I was yeah. going to, the yeah. Brookfield yeah. Long Relatable. Relatable. Ah, yes, yeah. I was going there with the people of Brookfield. Okay, yeah, yeah like, sure mate, you were. Like, yeah. The King of the West was just heading out there to have a couple of champagne. Yeah. Well, I was, I was going out there. You won your radio show. Tell the Matildas to piss off. So... I did not. Ah, we can get that going. I get, said... Give oh, us our stadium back. I said, you've had your time. Give us our stadium back. We want Suncorp back. You go and call a game from the Gabba. That's all I said. Well, well, that's an outstanding venue. Well, I'm me... just going to say this now. No, you sit out. You talk to me this now. I'm going to all of you. I support Australia. If you want to live in Australia and you want to live here, if not, ta-da, you know back what, you go. You know what? what against England, are yes. you having a laugh? Go away. Mate, you know what? A, a, a real Australian wouldn't want my support. They wouldn't Correct. want my support. We don't and want you your know, money either. Correct. Back you you no, my, I like his loyalty, right? Yeah. Unlike you, he doesn't flip and flop. I have never flipped on this country, oh. ever. Gordon, I am 100%. Gordon, mate, Gordon Taylor said it. You flip from the Moss Memorial. I'm not You're a Moss Memorial. born in New South Wales. And you, and you wear Queensland tracksuits. Yeah. Gordon Teller said as a Queenslander, he doesn't want your support and I no self-respecting hey, hey. Australian person Get would on the want, boat. Get on want... the boat and head home. <laughs> Ta-da. See you later. <laughs> Back to England, thank you. Back to England. This is a Sunday sin being on Triple M. <laughs> Triple M footy lives on listener. Replays, interviews, and the only place to catch every Triple M footy call. Oh, wow. Sunday. So often the day after the night before. A day to lay low, relax, keep out of harm's way. But not here. Oh, Rugby League's biggest names get busy right now. Prosper. Make business happen with lending solutions to match your business needs. This is Triple M's Sunday Sinbin. Welcome back to Triple M Sunday Sinbin. All thanks to Prosper, Australia's number one online lender to small business. James Graham, Gordon Tallis, James Hooper, Ben Dobbin with you ahead of what will be a epic game of rugby league. Oh, Dobbo, uh, your phone's already gone off, has it? Are you right jumping in? Well, someone's McDonald's already Jones guessed. Stadium. No, I'm not going to. Someone's already guessed your, somebody, your number, the last three digits. I, I don't know who you guys have texted my number to to ring. But whoever that person is who has reached out, I won't be replying to them. No, so. I'm sure all the loyal no, listeners are just busy crunching the numbers trying so to the figure it out. So the person did just pass that number around, and let's see how many times it can light up between now and 2 o'clock. Well, there's only three digits to guess. So uh, maybe if I said to you, you know, Caelan Ponga, Dominic Young and Brabham Best, <laughs> you'd know what those numbers would be, right? <clears throat> so that would be... Well, like 154, <laughs> I'll tell you what, (laughs) you're getting very close. You are getting very, very close. Now, listen, let's talk Brisbane um, and great news this week um, with Payne Huss signing an extension to remain at the club till the end of 2026. Gordon, you and I talked about this the other day. If ever there was any question marks ever, this is a Kevin Walters masterstroke once again. What he has done for that club... He's absolutely revived it. He has got it back to being more than relevant. 
it got it back to being the premiership heavyweight that it always has been. And for Payne has to come out, why did you stay? And he said straight away, because of this bloke next to me. Right. That's it yeah, to me. Uh, that speaks it. Game, set, match. I didn't see that. Obviously, you know, to get someone like Payne has, there's a lot of people that would have painted a nice picture for him. But, um, you know, I've spoken to Kevy at length, and this was you know, at the beginning of the year when we heard the rumours last year. Yep. And he just assured me that Payne, every time he's had a conversation with him, Payne has assured him, and then Kevy always says, Gordy, he's one of us, and he said he wants to hold the trophy. So, you know, for Payne to talk like that, that's why... Uh, and then you keep on hearing it, and you always have doubt because obviously he's a, you know, he's a commodity that a lot of clubs would have liked, and a lot of other games, you know, probably would have chased. But um, I think it just shows where Brisbane's at. I think it shows, you know, when we talk about the good sides, it's the culture that they b- build and the camaraderie. And I just can't stop thinking of Patrick Carrigan's try when every man and his dog run over, and then that's a that's a happy. Happy footy side. That's yeah. that's that's everybody going to work. They're working really hard, but they love what they do. And I think there's a bit of that. So there's everything. And then, you know, who's in charge of that? Well, there's a lot of people. But yeah, mate, I think Kevy and yeah, you know, we look at the West Tigers with the wooden spoon. They got it three years ago. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're certainly building something there at the Brisbane Broncos. And you know, we had Kevy on a couple of weeks ago, and he uh, assured us he was confident of getting Payne Haas over the line before September. And he stayed true to that. That's come true. A lot of people doubted that and questioned that. But he obviously knew what Payne Haas was thinking, which is great from a coach to hear him be so confident and then actually deliver on that as well. So that's the big tick in the box of Kevin Walters. I think for Payne Haas, for me personally as an NRL fan, delighted he's staying in the game. I I was worried he was going to leave. And, you know, people will get frightened by the price tag, but they're just the numbers that we're going to have to become accustomed to. Yeah. As the salary cap increases, yeah. you know, you go back sort of five, six years and this million-dollar player, and you know, Anthony Milford went there as a million-dollar player signing, but to retain him yeah. um, on a million-plus... The million-dollar price tag, isn't it? It's 1.5, so the highest paid would probably be Nathan Cleary on 1.5. So on, the highest at the moment, I yeah, think. Yeah, I mean, Kalen on that, you mean, so, 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 but, like, then, you know, people go, oh, is it a front-rower? Basically, it's a player. It's what he does for your organisation. I remember when Glenn Lazarus went to Brisbane and people, and it was huge money, and I remember Ian Roberts in the day went from South to Manly, and there was a couple of guys that they've changed, and no matter what position... They go, they just, they're like magnets and everybody wants to play with them. And then, you know, when Adrian Morley come out or Sonny Bill Williams went to the Roosters or there's certain players that they can go to certain clubs and they just bring something and they don't have to wear. And we've felt, you know, we've fallen in love where the fullback's got to be the highest yeah. paid or the halfback. Yeah. It doesn't I, matter. I, I, they can be good. Pain, hassle, bring, you, when you're one of the top earners, you've got to, bring, you've got to bring more than what you do on the 80 minutes in the field. And it seems as though Pain has is doing I'm sure that. he leads on the field. I don't yeah. think, mate, well, well, not I guarantee just, he'd touch every line. I guarantee yeah. there wouldn't be too many skills or run, runs that he gets beaten in. Like, mate, oh, you no. see his motor. And they have a big guy there. And if you're a young kid coming, so the culture and the standards that he is setting on the training park would be huge and yep. that's what you pay for so then you mean so when people are talking about that it's not just the 80 minutes you see exactly there's a lot of other stuff that goes yeah, the, around all it. the leadership or all the yeah. you know he drags players up to his level Danny as well he makes people look better before, yeah. right? so we know brisbane we know brisbane are one of the front runners then yesterday a report came through that adam reynolds has an injury now i spoke to adam reynolds today he he says it's it's two weeks minimum. It could be three. It's a grade two minor calf strain. So this is why depth plays a role. Remember, they remember. You know what they did was they have been absolutely 
Mate, so did, strong. Mate, we, one of their best attacking performances was up at the Cowboys without him. Yeah. Yeah, Jock Madden. Jock Madden up. is going to be there so, for the next couple of weeks. So what they've done, what Brisbane have done in years gone by, they haven't had depth. And Kevin said, we've got to have depth. So Jock Madden comes in. Mate, business as usual. He's not yeah. Adam Renner, but it's business as usual. So you talk about that's why Brisbane are a better side this year because of the Jock they're not Madden. Reliant. No. no, they're not reliant. And in the way, you know, if if Billy Walters' name was Billy Thomas, everybody would be giving him a rap. Mm. Like he's he's been outstanding, and that was a part of the Broncos that was lacking. Right, they had no penetration through the nine. They had no penetration around the ruck. They had these. Big guys that would make these yards, but no one could capitalise on it. He's done a great job there. And you see when Madden comes in, you see, you know, Ezra Mam and uh, how much he's improved. And then obviously you've got the X Factor in Reese Walsh, who people are talking about whether it's Tedesco or him. And that's the best compliment you can give him. And to show Tedesco, well, you know, someone's equal with you. But it's, you know, Brisbane are ticking along nicely. But at the end of the day, you've got to beat the... The big Panthers from the mountains. Can we talk about, just diverting a bit, former Bronco, Tavita Pangai Jr. Uh, has announced his retirement from rugby league. Um, he's going to take up a boxing career. I mean, yeah, I, I feel that this is short-winded. I, I think there's something else, obviously, in the pipeline. I, yes, he, he had a couple of fights, but he he will come back in another light at another club surely that's the what what's the mail there oh for starters i think tavita you know he's been living in sydney i actually think he, he wants to get back to Brisbane for no family question. reasons yep. i'm rightly uh, so. i think he wants to get back up here and i think he also genuinely does want to scratch this sure. itch that yeah. he thinks he's got something to offer in terms of having a shot at boxing uh, I, I didn't particularly buy the fairy tale that was sold about how he just all of a sudden walked into Canterbury last week and um, made the announcement and that it took everybody by complete surprise. No, this has been discussed for a while. It, it, to, to my way of thinking, yeah, I just couldn't work out how, how that could be the case. Now, he's he's been on the front foot in the media today, adamant that he has not been paid any sort of exit fee. There were suggestions, it was reported he was paid $250,000 as part of his contract money for next year. Uh, The contract has since been released and it certainly doesn't suggest that. But, I mean, Jimmy, you got your ear to the ground in at at Belmore. What's your take on it? Look, look, I think generally the dogs will be disappointed. You know, we we know that they were looking at uh, Tino Fa'asu Malawi, Payne House as well. Middle forwards are hard to come by at the moment. That The market seems to have increased off the back of those two deals in particular. So, you know, people can talk about Pangai Jr. and his consistency, but we know what he can bring. And, you know, he is on a, a decent wicket there. It's not to be shunned, but where's the replacement? Mm. So the, I think the Bulldogs will be taking that back why, a little is bit. Is that why they were... Or whatever, mate, there's... Like, that's a bit more they can go to the market. Yeah, but, but mm. in terms of replacing him with a middle forward... Who, well, they can't with? just give him a pub. They'll give him a bottle shop as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if only that deal was around when, that, when I was there. <laughs> no. Uh, but, no, no. But, but no, it's no, seriously. No, like, Gordy would have 10 who, pubs. Who, who, they, no, who are they going to replace him with? A drive through bottle. You got, you got all the Dr. Pepper. That you <laughs> the, the, uh, the tea and the noodles, whatever yeah, they are. Pot, the pot, pot noodles. Pot noodles. Pot noodles. <laughs> but, but that, that, that's it for, for Canterbury now. Maybe they, they look at... Uh, going harder for, for Luke Thompson to manage to keep him to stay. I know uh, it looked as if he was going to go, but no deal has been announced with him. So yep. um, it, the, the, the dogs are in that predicament. Yes, they've signed some great players for next year, but they're a little bit late in the middle of the field and they've got some money to spend, but on who? 
Well, yeah. Augustus has got a good contact book, so I'm yeah. sure he'll be, he'll be hitting the phones as we speak and trying to fix the, uh, the conundrum. We're going to take a break. We are live from McDonald Jones Stadium ahead of South Sydney, taking on uh, the mighty Newcastle Knights. We're going to talk Cowboys and the Eels. That's up next. This is Sunday Simbin on Triple M. Triple M Sunday Simbin. Prosper. Make business happen with lending solutions to match your business needs. Triple M footy lives on Leicester. Ready or not? Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Prosper. Make business happen with lending solutions to match your business needs. You can't stop what I got. Ready or not? Welcome back to Triple M Sunday Sinbin. All thanks to Prosper Australia's number one online lender to all small business. Thank you to Prosper. Prosper.com. And this is a comeback of great proportions. Uh, the Newcastle Knights... Trailing 16-10, uh, the Knights last year's premiers in the NRLW have just scored again, so that will make it 16-14 kick to come. And we are great lo- footy. They yeah. come down the, like the little short side, didn't they? Went through some beautiful hands. The centre showed great hands. Yeah. Uh, we are live from McDonald Jones Stadium ahead of South Sydney taking on the Newcastle Knights. It will be a sellout. The crowd, it is just absolutely uh, buzzing here in Newcastle, and this game is not far away. We know Totola is back. Is that right? He's on the bench. He's been named on the bench. And uh, and Saleh as well has been named as well. So that's good news for South Sydney. Uh, those team sheets are just in, so that that is a huge in uh, for Tavita Totola to come back into that side for South Sydney. That obviously gives them a lot. Um, Michael Cheekam drops out, and uh, David Maoli, he drops out as well. And obviously for Hamo Saleh and Tavita Totola. Um, so much to get through. We know Jackson Hastings out um, as well. Adam Clune comes in for him, but they are 1-17 to other than that. Can we talk about... The Eels, and, and I'm going to start with them, um, and then I'll get to the Cowboys because I'm not prepared to fully rule the Cowboys out. Why is that? Yet. Well, they they've got you if they, hat if, or something? No, no, they've never sent me a hat. Okay. Um, if they beat Penrith, they are still alive. So you know, how that, are they going to beat Penrith? Well, the Penrith might rest players. I don't they know. Play oh, you're talking about round 27. Yeah. 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 So you know, they, they might they might rest players the weekend if they've got the minor premiership. He's got a history of doing that. Yes. Yeah, I'm yep. clear. So, you know, I'm He not... was adamant yesterday that he wasn't resting players, that they were actually carrying niggles. He said, anyone who's not playing, but I have heard, and he was quite strong about that, Ivan. Um, but I had spoken to other people at the club that sort of were saying, no, there are some blokes being rested. So now we've got to look at, okay, well, and I'm going to get to the Cowboys in a minute, but let's just talk about Parramatta. They're done. Um... Yes, they had some really they, – they, from, from Ryan Madison to Dylan Brown to the draw where there was a little bit of, around the buys to um, you, you've got Regan Campbell-Gillard injured up in Darwin by that pain hus. Not everything went well. And I know people say, well, every team got it. They had an enormous amount of adversity through a lot of factors that won't generally their own fault. Now, but how they handled that? How, no, I'm not making excuses. They you play. You just, you just unfurled about half a dozen. Or well, they're, they're, they're factual hoops. That is the facts. That you know. Now, have they played at the best of their ability this year? No, but I can tell you, um, it, it, if you're a Parramatta fan, I, I wouldn't be throwing the bathwater out after last year being the grand finalist and this year not making the eight. So you're saying that they're the only team that's had injuries? Is that what you're trying oh. to paint a picture of now? Listen, suspensions. Come in half baked. 
you were that on your you phone. Said, mate, that I said, said injuries. Yeah. I said suspensions. And they're the, yeah, and they're I said the only club. And a poor draw with the boys. Oh, that, spare me with oh, that. No, that's a true argument. thing. Oh. Mate, Jammer, you're with me on that, aren't you? Uh, look, that is look, waffle. I, I think <laughs> everybody you know, gets a boy. Come on, please. I, I, I think, you know, when, you, when, when you're looking at season reviews, when you go from uh, making the grand final one season and then finishing outside the the next season, you, there's normally a couple of ways on, on how you you would approach your season review. Sometimes there's an elephant in the room and sometimes it's like Ben Dobbin in the back. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I mean... Are you saying I'm an elephant? No, no, no. No, I said there's a, no you've missed it. You've missed no, it. No, they're loyal. No, there's... There, no, there, there's True. No, With great listen, memory. There's, uh, there's either the elephant in the room, which no one's addressed, or it's Ben Dobbin in a bath. Right. What are you trying to say? There's a lot beneath the surface. Oh, whatever. <laughs> well, what is it? That great analogy, Jim. How long did you? How long did you work that one out for? Go on. What, what's beneath the surface? Yes, they shouldn't have let Reed Marnie go. No question. And it's, they haven't got a number. Of course, nine, it's their like, recruitment. It's not the boys. Well, well, okay, the so what did they lose? Okay, so, so we just talked about Tavita Pangai Jr., yep. right? So when he's left the Bulldogs, it's sort of like for like. So when you've got that money, you've got to go out there. And as what Danny Badera said, you've got to go out there and find leaders of your club. When Wayne was here, mate, where are the leaders? So that's what's got to happen. So when they lost the players that they lost, did you think that they went out there and recruited the players that could be like for like or are going to improve the team. As we're seeing, as we're seeing at the Brisbane Broncos and at Penrith at the moment, good clubs retain their best players. They yep. don't let gun players walk out the door. And you only got to look at what Murata Niakore has been able to do. Or oh, sorry, you want to give us a little update? Yeah, quickly. Here? Broncos have just scored, so it's now twenty points to sixteen. NRLW with six to go. You only got to look at what Murata Niakore has done at the Warriors, right? Yep. Oregon Kafusi's been good at Cronulla. Ray Stone it was an important signing for the Gold Coast. Like, they're letting not only gun players, but people of good character, they're letting them walk out the door. Reed Marnie. Yeah, I, 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 I cannot wrap my head around why they thought, like, he was so integral to all of their attack and all of the success that they had last season. I, I still shake my head. And they'll come out with weak excuses about, oh, they wanted too much money or, you know, we couldn't compete, all this sort of thing. Well, it doesn't happen at the good clubs. So if you want to know why you've gone for a grand final to missing the eight, have a look at that. Yeah, well, so, some of these things are, are controllable and some of them are uncontrollable, like the injuries, like the suspensions. But those controllables that we speak about, so it's things like, you know, they bought Josh Hodgson in. I thought Josh Hodgson was going to rediscover the form that made him arguably the best dummy half in the competition a couple of years ago. That hasn't eventuated. A couple of other incidences, the Mitchell Moses contract saga was a little bit of a distraction. I don't, don't even know if you remember the, like the self-inflicted distraction of, oh, we need some X factor and because of Clint Gutherson, that is self-inflicted nonsense. That isn't going to help your team. You don't need that. It's not going to help Gutherson at the time. Yeah, when Campbell was, their Campbell heart was and soul, they wanted Jaden. They wanted Jaden Campbell. So and they, they would, thought putting that out there was somehow going to help them. But you don't to blame lure him to the okay, well, okay, But so, you don't do that unless that's locked in. Like, it was, just, exactly. it was just idiotic, really, wasn't yep. it? So, look, there's a number of incidents that we can... Another one that's self-inflicted, the right, allowing Ryan Matheson to make that call, allowing him to do that. Yes, there's part blame on Ryan Matheson, but there's a process and a chain of command that's got to go through before that decision is as uh, officially lodged with the, with the sporting governing body, the NRL. That's not just Ryan Matheson calling them up and saying... 
give me the give me the games. I'm not copping the fine. There's a chain of command. You don't let that happen. So who's Couldn't to blame? Couldn't agree more. Who's to blame? Well, I think Brad Arthur. No, I don't point the finger at Brad Arthur because he's only one voice on their recruitment and their retention committee. He got them into a grand final last year. There were a variety of reasons why they weren't able to make the eight this year. But good coaches are hard to find, Dobbo. I think you've got to give Brad Arthur another – he has to have next year. And if he's still signed the year after, I'm not sure of his contract status at the moment, right? But you've got to give him another crack. But if they don't make a grand final, right, and have success next year or the year after, then surely it's got to be time because he's the longest-serving coach in recent memory in Parramatta history. Yeah. All right. We're going to leave them there. Let's talk Cowboys. Um, and the disappointment last year... Are you year, still on the bandwagon or you're off it? I don't know. On what bandwagon? The Cowboys. I was never on the Cowboys okay. bandwagon. So I, I don't know why you're trying to put a wedge between myself and the Cowboys. I, I'm a broadcaster, so I talk equally about all clubs and I don't favour any clubs whatsoever. So that how you identify? Yes. Is that like self-ID? I'm a broadcaster? I'm a bro- yeah, I'm a broadcaster. Yes. Okay. One of the leading sports journalists in this country. Yeah, well, just on that, just yeah. on that, because you referenced earlier, I've just had people, this phone's lit up like a Christmas tree. Yeah, well, you're wrong. So about people, this. No. people, you used the word kleptic, is yes. that right? Yes, Before, I did. to describe Anthony Seabold. His behaviour, yes, I did. I've just had people text me, definition of kleptic, given That's one stealing definition. or thieving. No. So I think you meant apoplectic. No, I didn't. No, oh. go and have a look at the other meaning. Well, well, well firstly, well, no, you on, need to owe got... me an apology because you no. said, that's not a word, yeah. Mr. Journalist. Well, no, I'm not, I'm, that's no not apology. a word. Yeah, well, you need to apologise because it is a word. Well, no, so anyway, this, here, this is under this dictionary here. It says the definition well, that, of What dictionary is that? Is given what to dictionary the is that? Macquarie. No, whatever. Given to stealing or thieving. No. So I think you owe Anthony Seabold an apology. No, you do for doubting my English, my use of the English language. You might have to retract that. I'm not retracting anything. Anyway, go on. How much did your Education cost <laughs> I didn't have any. I didn't have any. I don't know. Like, Listen, man, as if he paid it. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's pay the most baller. Yeah, it's made in the, the ashtray of, of the big Merc. <laughs> there you are, son. Do you know that's not true? Money. You know that's Look not true. Hey, you Dobbo, actually know hey, that's Dobbo, not true. Dobbo, can I ask, because we're getting closer to the Noosa try. Yes. Mate, my great mate Dave Murphy goes, what are the odds to have him pull out and what injury? So... Next week on Ladbrokes, can we get, like, the injury update on, like, whether you're going to do it or pull out? Like, because, mate, what I'm hearing is the odds are tightening for you pulling out altogether. Well, I don't know where you're getting those odds from. Was, uh, you won a Bundamba swimming pool this week cool. when I absolutely churned the pool. Ridiculous. You went along New Farm when I ran and, you know, and I broke a new seven-kilometre record yep. this week. Yep. Um, and when you swim the laps, it was like, arr, arr, arr. See, that's not funny. <laughs> don't laugh at him. He's not funny. He's a pest. Is that, you know, like no, mate, worse. but I'm just asking, mate, is there a chance of you pulling out? No. I'll back the big fella in. No, I reckon I, he's going to get I am there. going to do it because I'm raising money for your wife's charity that she works yeah. for. All right, so. Oh, is that right? Yes. I didn't yes. know that. Yeah, huh? well, that's one. He forgets detail. Oh, okay. He forgets detail. Mate, of those things. Mate, you know, the first time, mate, it's the first time. Don't try to, like, silence me by bringing my wife into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We're live from mate. McDonald Jones Stadium. This is the Sunday Symbian <laughs> on Triple M. <laughs> Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Prosper. Make business happen with lending solutions to match your business needs. Oh. Triple M footy lives on Lister. Ready or not. Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Prosper. Make business happen with lending solutions to match your business needs. You can't stop what I got. Ready or not. 
Welcome back to Triple M Sunday. Simbin live from McDonald Jones Stadium. All thanks to Prosper. Prosper Australia's number one online lender to small business. South Sydney uh, taking on the Newcastle Knights in the NRLW game. Newcastle have won on full time 22 to 20. And uh, what a great game of football. And the Knights, last year's premiers. Uh, what an awesome game of football. Uh, Gordon Tallis, James Graham, James Hooper, Ben Dobbin. Dan Ganane will be calling us, and he joins us Gentlemen, in studio. Hello, if, Dan. If you can't get excited about footy on a day like today, this sport is not for you. The vibe out there is unbelievable. Uh, you never get sick of these sorts of days. It's a beautiful golden day, as you probably know. Every seat was sold, what, uh, a week ago? Yes. I, I just walked past a queue. We got here at, what, 11 o'clock, bit past 11. Yep. There were queues then. There was a queue at 250 metres behind the southern uh, hill. Uh, it is extraordinary. And there's so many South Sydney jumpers. I can see the borough over there. Yep. Uh, for those playing along at home, uh, three remaining numbers out of Dobbo's phone number. One of them is nine. I so, said that's not funny at all, you idiot. <laughs> well, you put him up to this. You put him up to this because you've got... <laughs> Why did I put anybody? Well, you did. You said to him. You went outside. I saw you having words with him. Now, anyway, have uh, you discussed the road trip up? Has this been a part? Jimmy is... Uh, no, no. It's, it's not really been discussed, Dan. It was fantastic as well. No. Wasn't well, it? Wasn't Jimmy it? and Gordy will be interested in this. Let me ask you a question. So, in any road trip situation... Yep. <laughs> Who would you say should have control of the stereo? It's the front seat. It's the driver or the front seat, right? Generally speaking, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Probably call him the co-pilot. Dobbin, basically. comma, Ben, <laughs> walks on. He grabs a boombox like he's Brian Tuttle. <laughs> <laughs> Sits at the back like he's Stephen Crichton. Right? It says, leave it to me, boys. Leave it to me. First song, uh, Fleetwood Mac dreamed. It was Fleetwood Mac. You were happy Mac. with that, yes. As for, I, Yep. Not a road song, yeah, but you liked it. I like Fleetwood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Second song of a road trip, Gordy. Kelly oh, Clarkson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. That's now, there's true. been a blow up. They're, they're not true. <laughs> it was the second song. It is true. <laughs> it is true. I can vouch for that. Child <laughs> since you've been gone. Wake. Another song what I song like, but this is a road trip. Gone. And, then, and then knowing what, he's under the pump. Since you've been gone. <laughs> on a road trip. He was playing that to his Mrs. Emity. Not to hurt. Not to hurt. The previous, yes. <laughs> not to hurt. Which one? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm happy. And I'm happy. And then knowing he's under pressure, his big gun. Six blokes in the car. Six blokes in the car. And he's singing. Now, By the way, you know, now you know that when he does rural Queensland or any of those country shows, it's embarrassing. It's, that's the Mossman Mauler coming out. You had Look at your chance, you blew it. <laughs> You're very lucky there's no cameras up You're very, very lucky. lucky. And then, and then, but hang on. So knowing now he's under the pump, because he knew no, that one I didn't, didn't go no, down great. No, no, no. He's pulled out his big Uno, his big trump card. Yeah. Cat Stevens. Oh, wait. Peace train. Right, a bit of peace train. Yeah, this is a road trip. Yeah, but mate, because <laughs> the question was, you're not allowed to play any country. We're not having country music. I'm like, I had us all hooked. I've got a little playlist for the yeah. way home. Mm. And then... I'll be in charge of that, obviously. Well, okay. Well, you can. But I can tell you, you... my music is very good. And Ooh. Hoots and I share the same taste hey, in music. Hey, whoa, whoa, don't yes, we do. Me. No, you no, do, no. mate. I've drag got me into your shit show here. Your country. No, no, no. Tell me this. So was there any Jimmy Barnes? Working class man was about to come on, yes. Oh, oh about to I come on. I had that on my plate. <laughs> 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 what was the crap that Dan? What was 
Th- First that's off, what was I'm the so excited, pointer sisters, oh. and they had the car pass back. And he's sitting in the front, and he's sitting in the front, like, yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't gyrating like that, you grub. I'm not looking forward to the trip home. What an embarrassment this bloke is. So we stop at the twin servos. There's 200. This is part of the great vibe coming up here. So many South fans have come up, right? The F3 or whatever it's called now was chocking. M1. We go to the M1. Microphone before we go to the M1. We go to the twin servos. There's now, it's not just the service station. There's a cafe, there's a sandwich shop. There's two, three hundred people there. This palooka spills a coffee all over himself. In front of everyone. That's why he's wearing the puffer vest and indoors. And he puts the puffer on with the Triple M logo just to announce, hey, everyone. This- oh, get out of it, Chad. Let him have... Give it, take the mic through. Come get the microphone off. Who's doing sideline? No, 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 we're not getting out of that. You had your do, you know what, do you know what, right? And then the Triple M Brisbane, like when he went to it, he that, like, uh, the puffer jacket, he asked one of the girls there in marketing, is there a chance of you getting my name on the <laughs> back? Oh, he, no. he wanted his name. Uh, I'm serious. Is that true? I'm serious. He wanted his and name. what do you think, you idiot? He wanted his name That's on the back. That's not true. Get out. You can give your microphone over as well. <laughs> but why do you want your name on the back? Why? Can we do James Graham's stuff with Clive? Thanks to Mr. Mitchell. Oh, Thanks, okay. James, your stuff is... Thanks to Mr. Mitchell. Enjoy Mitchell's the drive. game, everyone. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you've had your chance. Um, <laughs> right? Number one to call. <laughs> In my eyes. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Mitchell, Mitchell's stuff was... That was why. James Graham. You know, I thought that chemistry was... Brilliant with Dan Canadian instead of how Ben Dobbin. You know, so, do you know how I, we, I hope you and Giles was listening to that. that the chemistry <laughs> was amazing. Mate, oh, he's already texted me. He goes, so make sure that Dan yeah, gets the menu tonight and he picks because obviously, you know, we don't want Dan to ever think that he's got to go to another club. Yeah. Just say, like, we want him here forever. Like, we want the 10-year deal for Dan. Are you right? You know. It's his segment. He's Stop the, crying a crowbar. He's a, it's his segment. He's the Tino Buffhead. 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 It's his segment. Box. Away you go. Yeah, this week's Mitsubishi <laughs> Triton's toughest player uh, is none other than Roosters enforcer Lindsay Collins. Oh. I thought the game uh, on the uh, a couple of days ago with Jared Roy Hargreaves missing in action uh, for that tweak in his neck, a lot on the line between the Roosters and Parramatta, and Lindsay Collins really had to step up and go above and beyond. He does it each and every week. There was a try save that he was in involved in on uh, Penasini, which I think would have put the Eels two scores in head. I think likely kicked the goal. It would have gone to 12 points to nil. But he was there. And I, I, I love watching Lindsay Collins play. He gets a lot of um, a lot of raps after the origin period. But he does that each and every week. And he's the type of player. And I love him because he goes places in case he's needed. He goes just in case. We see it time and time again where the Roosters will get scored against and Lindsay Collins is in the picture. He doesn't quite come up with the play. He doesn't quite come up with that try-saving tackle, but that's never enough to put him off. He's always there, and I love players that go just in case they're needed. They're not going when they're needed. He's there just in case. Yeah, he has been a superstar. No two ways about it. No well, two ways about it. There no. was a very interesting interview with Victor Radley. I don't know if you saw it or not, Jamma. No, you wouldn't have because you were on Fox on Friday evening when yeah. the Roosters beat Parramatta. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah I saw it. Right. Yeah. Do you know where I'm going? <laughs> with the avocado seed? Yeah, I know. Yeah, with yeah. the avocados. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Is that, what, is that I have no idea what that, that was about. Mate, was that Victor? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many? About ten. <laughs> 
not sure. Mate, there's a yeah. kangaroo loose in the top paddock. I can tell you that now. No, I'm he's a champion. Victor. Yeah, I know, but Very seriously, I, mean, I don't, don't know. Yeah. We're not going to repeat it. You just got to no, get on. You just got to work out okay. what they've done. Yeah. Just seeing some uh, footage at the moment. Mate, that's why he can be superhuman out there. He's got ah. some some like weird sort of technique. preparation, preparation, uh, preparation. Take my interest. Yeah, pre-game ritual. Well, you should have one as well. Joey Johns and Freddie and all the boys loved it. Loved I thought it was hilarious. You should be having a pre-game ritual before you come in here, James Graham, because your performance today hasn't been anywhere near I think it's standard. been 11 out of no, 10. No, I, I don't. I hoops, mate. I, I, Good I, luck I, on the sideline, mate. I know it's a big game, mate. Thanks, mate. Uh, and you've you done gonna, this on Fox on many occasions, mate. You're going to be game. very bitterly disappointed today, both of you. Uh, and you, I expect better from you. Mm. From these two, no, I don't at all. Uh, we're not far away. We are at McDonald Jones Stadium. Um, hoops. Can we just give a shout-out? It's it's Miners Day here. If you have a look yeah. at all the high vis around McDonald Jones Stadium at the moment, yeah. absolutely outstanding initiative from the Newcastle Club. It's it's a proud town still yeah. city, uh, and the people of the town are out in force. You couldn't get a better atmosphere no. than what we're witnessing right in front of us right here, right now. Yeah, well said. It's pretty and, cool, isn't yeah. it? Like, you know, I mean, like when you come to this area, and I still, like the scenes of, you know, like the nights when I go down to the grand final and... Like they lined, buses. And it's, yeah, buses were going down there. The old Sid Fogs and the Chiefs stopped it, but that's what this town is built on. And, yeah. and even even now, look at these players warming up. Oh, <laughs> well, this is what's happening. We're finishing up. <laughs> Triple M Footy lives on Listener, thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water.